0: Once upon a time, there were three rad people who signed up at patreon.com slash TMS named Rockin' Bird Boy, Matt Tessier, and Jimbo Fett. Coming up on TMS, what's the
2: date of February 29th? He kinda Neville long-bottomed. Dinos and monkeys and donuts, oh my! Bob's Burgers meets Beetlejuice. Please, expose your sack. Crunch the crown numbers. It's an erection year. Uh-oh. 27 totally different and legally distinct dresses. Penetration testing. <laughs> Double fisting the coffee. Look at the fingers on her. I don't like this trend. Give me the goat! cast. Not a Heigl to be seen.
0: OCD, OCD, OCD with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream
3: if this makes you dizzy it's not the dancing it's the
4: altitude Wiener circle
3: the,
2: the morning stream you're a freak and a cannibal and you've come to the wrong town Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February twenty-ninth, twenty twenty-four. An unusual day for right. most years. So happy leap baby day. <laughs>
0: everybody. An unusual day that doesn't appear in most years. And and I don't even know like with with the uh the chances that it can appear on a day that we don't do a show. I wonder how many actual leap day episodes we've ever done. Oh yeah, probably very few, right? Well, yeah, it's not something I want to take a whole bunch of time to, to look for. But, no, uh, we're not
2: going to do the math on it. Although I did yeah. do some funny math at the dentist and forgot to tell you about it. This is quick. This okay. so I'm so glad you brought this I like up. Funny,
0: I like funny math,
2: yeah. But I said to the doctor after he finished, he goes, all right, we're all just about done. And I had all the stuff out of my mouth at that point. And I said, hey, I got a quick question. Might be kind of silly. He says, what is it? And I said, how many cavities have you filled how many crowns have you done how many you know I was like I'm just like over all this 22 year whatever it is career that you've had so far how much of all that stuff do you think you've done and I figured he had to just guess and he goes Ooh, that's a good question let me get back to you and then he leaves (laughs) Then when I go outside to like pay and get all done and whatever, this guy behind the counter goes, hey, uh, Jeremy tells me you want to know these numbers. And I went, numbers? Oh, you mean like your how many crowns and stuff? He says, yeah, I got it. I found it. I crunched the numbers. I'm like, really? really? Oh, my gosh. I go, you have this data? And he's like, yeah, our our systems are retroactive. So everything he's ever done is all up to current. And um, anyway, it was crazy how close to uh, TMS numbers his total number of crowns he's given out between <laughs> 2011 and now it was almost exactly like 25,
0: 2600. Yeah, uh, really, wow! So really close start numbers. That's yeah. hilarious. And they
2: each take about an hour and a half, which is about how long a TMS takes. And it's just like this. It was this weird parallel. Wow. But anyway, I can't remember the exact numbers because he just said them out loud and I didn't write them down. But it was like 10,000 fillings or something. Wow. It was crazy wow. numbers, dude. That it was crazy. And that Jeez. was just him, not his partners, not his brother who joined him later. None of that stuff. It was just him there's, doing shit. There's
0: got to be some way he could he could turn this into a Muller cast or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> thanks for joining us on the Muller cast. Uh, yeah. First, want to give a shout out to our new patrons. Uh,
2: That's right. And I guess that yeah. means he's solved the whole 10,000-hour thing, like the... The Beatles, the Beatles performed enough in crappy clubs in Germany that they were bound for success because of just of how much they worked or whatever. It's like that. Mm-hmm. So he's now the dentist of all dentists. There has never been a dentite like him. <laughs> you know, let's all be right. dental like him. I guess I don't know. Nice. Okay, very good. Uh, um, yeah. By the way, so 2012
0: and 2016 both had. February 29th, that fell on a day that we would be doing TMS. I don't know if we did episodes those days, but there was uh 2020, uh, 2020 Here, let's uh, TMS see if fell fine. on a Saturday, so I, we didn't do uh, We didn't do
2: that, TMS. yeah. I bet I have, I have file dates, though. Let's so see. if you can look
0: at 2012 and
2: 2016, that would be the only time. Give me uh, Give me the 2012 date. What was the year? For February 29th, twenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 The only distinguishing number is the year! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shit, Scott. Okay, 2012. 2012, hold on, I'm going to find this. Okay. Ooh, what year did Leap Day fall on in 2016? Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Weird. Okay, February 29th, we did it.
0: Yeah, so we did an episode on, in 2012, or 20,
2: that Those 2012? 2012, here's how that one started. The do du- I was watching the Dumont last night. All right, here we go. You start the wax cylinder. This. That's us. That's how we started. <laughs> okay. And then... It was well, like uh,
0: barely a year into our our, uh, our little show here.
2: Yeah, we hadn't done any intro stuff yet. That was That's right, a kind of a recent right. thing. What was the... So what was the other one? 2016? 2016 would have been the other one. All right. Let's just see. I like this little game. 2016, yeah, February... Ooh,
0: the question is, had we started doing the titles in 2016? I think we had, yeah. All
2: right, right? your bet is yes. I'm going to say probably, but I don't know for sure. I'll take the opposite just to, for a fun bet. Okay. So All right. here we go. This is episode 994. We did do one that day. Here it is. Coming up on TMS. Oh, you for Furrywood. Brian's right. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, so we have done an episode. Does that mean we've done every possible episode? 29th
0: <laughs> day of the year like easily we has, have to have, have right there there i doubt we could find in the 366 days of a full calendar yeah that there is a day that we have not done a tms on in in the in one of the years that we've been doing
2: TMS. yeah i gotta think we have but i think we've done every leap day ever or well since yeah. the show started right obviously oh
0: every no no because 2020 we didn't that was a
2: oh we day. didn't do one on 2020 oh right because you said yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay well that's a shame that we missed that you know because then yeah. we could have been had a perfect record actually hold on let's see what we did close to that 2020 okay. that was a weird year uh um, very weird very year. year i didn't like it,
0: it was a very it. weird year didn't like that
2: year at all closest Luck we have
0: started right after <laughs>
2: We got uh, the February 27th episode, as close as we have. This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. And that's when we had boner pills. We so. had
0: boner pills. Yeah, still yep. haven't received
2: mine. Still waiting. No, Brian's uh, still waiting for his boner pills. Yeah. I mean, h- poor guy. Four years, no boner? Come on now. Four
0: years, of no boner. It's terrible. That's terrible.
2: Awful. Four, four years,
0: no boner. <laughs> <Look at Joe. laughs> Not able to get an erection.
2: I have a question about that, but maybe this is the because wrong show a, for it. It's an
0: erection year, folks.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's an erection year. Don't forget to participate in your local erection. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot, was it like yeah, whatever it was? Probably uh,
0: something it. Trump. Oh, I know elections. what it was going to be. This is not a
2: political question. It's honest, just an honest question. He's, he, yes, I'm he's, glad
0: Mitch is stepping down. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, please. He, he said right?
2: something. <laughs> I will hire of a retirement party. <laughs> I will, I will leave. have
0: more time. <laughs>
2: I, I will leave in November. Anyway, uh, he says he can't pay. This is again not a political thing. Everyone, calm yourselves down. Yeah, I just yeah, have yeah. a question about this. He says he can't pay the five four hundred and whatever million dollar summary judgment thing or whatever it is. That's sure, not sure, summary judgment, whatever it is against him, um, because he says he's too rich, so he can only do he only can do a hundred million of it because he's too rich to pay the rest of it. And I'm trying to understand what is the legal because he's actually having lawyers claim this. Yeah, I'm trying to understand it. And honestly, I I don't too rich to pay this. Oh, that's fantastic. That seems like a strange thing to say. If you have the money, then you have the money. And it's a legal it's a legal thing you pay because you have to now because that's that's the judgment. (laughs) You can appeal it, but the appeal can't be. I have too much money to pay that. That doesn't make right, any sense.
0: Right. Is it a tax? Is it tax related? I mean, still it doesn't make any sense, right? Leave it to, you know, if there's anybody who can, who can make the attempt to convince people and he will convince people, don't get me wrong, yeah. that he, that he can't pay something because he's too rich. It's going to be, it's going to be a DJ TJ or I'm sorry, not DJ T that's, that's his son.
2: Oh, just, Oh, right. DJ T I, I like, uh, <laughs> I like the quiet, Old, tall one. Donald
0: Jennifer I, Trump.
2: <laughs> I, I like to think the tall, quiet one is just going to avoid politics and avoid the spotlight and doesn't care well, about Eric? any of this. No, the other one, the the young one. Um,
0: Whoa, I mean, oh, 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 uh, Baron.
2: Baron doesn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, he's young. Was he eighteen now or something? Doesn't he seemed like never to say anything? Just always sheepishly in the back. If If I, I had one know, wish for he's that, smart. Yeah.
0: If, if I was, he's it, smart. That is exactly what he does.
2: Yeah. If I was, if I had a wish for that kid, it would be just keep doing that. Just stay out of this shit. He, he turns into King Joffrey in a heartbeat. Yeah, it's all it's all tainted, and I don't care what political side or family you come from. This is not yeah. a life, man. It sucks. Why yeah. would you want to have yeah. any involvement in this? You either have to go full douchebag, or or we not get elected. Like mm-hmm. no one yeah. gets no one gets attention unless they're a psycho. So just stay out of it. Just I know you're like twelve foot five, so that's hard. <laughs> You're really tall. I've not tall. seen pictures
0: of Baron. I've, i somehow Baron and Tiffany have just kind of quietly <laughs> been tucked away, like like cousin Oliver. <laughs>
2: he's, I'll him. show you. I'll show you an image where you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, he's." Okay, I mean, he's gigantic. See. This kid, uh, and this is not even a new photo.
0: No, that's LeBron James, Scott. No,
2: <laughs> he's also he's a black man, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trump has some explaining to do. Okay, there it is right there.
0: Let's see. Oh
2: wow. No kidding. So he's a big he's a huge Is kid. he
0: is he really that like is he that much closer? I mean, is he that tall compared to Donald or is he just way closer to the camera? Geez Louise. That's based, like
2: based on other photos I found, he is that tall compared to them. Uh he
0: kind of uh he kind of never lung bottomed, didn't he? Oh, over big the past time. couple of years.
2: Big time, stretched way out.
0: Like between <laughs> movies five and six or whatever it was for <laughs> I just
2: I hope he I, I just he has the look of a kid who might 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 be okay if he can just stay yeah, out I hope of it so. yeah you know and I wish this for every prominent kid in any family where they did not choose this life all right I wish yeah. it on all of you
0: oh gosh yes yeah people are saying uh, six foot seven inches is what they're what they're saying yeah. Jeez.
2: he's an enormous human being yeah uh we got a Amanda sent us a text you want me to read this text here that Amanda sent us because why not
0: well yes I'd love to hear that yeah
2: Amanda says good morning morning stream I just found out that we are doing we are the world 25 Haiti for our spring concert in my community chorus pretty cool I didn't know this was a thing
0: I didn't know it either we are the world 25 Haiti
2: yeah people go around and do uh we are the world versions of the thing but do it for other charities and stuff I don't know that's cool says the director did cut out the rap part though lol just thought that was cool and timely have a great wednesday amanda amanda i hope that um uh ray from ghostbusters shows up for no reason
0: <laughs> that's right exactly
2: why can't i think of his name all of a sudden what's wrong with me
0: uh, dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd.
2: <laughs> Jeez. uh
0: yeah that's kind of nuts um so they also, I guess I didn't know yeah. about the rap part that they, they must've been adding that to more recent versions of the song. That's I got burned by, do they know it's Christmas. 20 or 10 or whatever it was like the the 10th anniversary or the 20th anniversary or whatever and I'm staying away from <laughs> So away from what, I finals. don't
2: even I didn't even know that was a thing is that like a re uh, a modern
0: Yeah they're doing what Band Aid 20 I guess is what it was called it okay. was uh, 2001 2002 whatever it would have been 20 years after the first Band Aid do they know it's Christmas
2: This is not good and or uh, just bad
0: just bad just lifeless and while it felt like Simon Lebon and Paul Young and all these guys in the first one really, you know, really were invested and really like dedicated to the thing. It just feels like, all right, now we've got two of the take that boys coming in and singing. And we've got, you know, the, we can only no. afford three members of S club seven. Uh, so we've got the two of them. And what was the name of the, what was the first group you just said? What was it? The boy, Take that, take take, that is that a is that a real group yeah it's that's a real group it's the band that robbie williams came from (laughs) before he took too many drugs and got kicked out
2: yeah you don't want that take that wow i didn't know That, that was a band i didn't i've never even heard that before that's funny
0: yeah i'm there's a what is the what was their big hit um Oh now you're making me. Now you're making me look something up, Scott. Oh, uh, their big song. Let's see if I can beat our our uh our Brits in the audience. Uh back for good. Uh, was probably their big song.
2: What does that sound like? What's the deal?
0: Um that's a really good question. Um. Uh, I can just remember the chorus is like na 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 na. Nope, no, that's that's uh, that's Martika,
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: uh, tin soldiers. <laughs> it's, it's like, whatever I do, whatever See I do, your
2: smiling face you
0: coming oh. back for good, like yeah. tin soldiers. Still, nope. All right, sorry. It's it's Mart. It goes right into Martika.
2: Wow. Right into Martika. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. uh, robbie Williams, can't, uh, I, can't,
0: I can't not not Martika. this business
2: uh robbie williams came back in 2010 to 2011 it's only lasted a year yeah yeah they heard about tms and thought you know what we can do this too we're doing this <laughs>
0: that's right exactly. and
2: then uh 2014 to 2015 it got that's rid of good. him again so
0: yeah it's like a little little uh <laughs> little tuned in or a little reunion business yeah. right where uh yeah
2: yeah good stuff all right we're gonna add sure. uh someone to the call you guys aren't expecting oh, this. Toy
0: one. soldiers, toy soldiers, not tin soldiers. Toy
2: soldiers. I'm getting that
0: confused with one tin soldier rides away.
2: Also, isn't that a movie, Toy Soldier?
0: It was. A, it was a movie, and uh, and that song was used as the closing song of the movie. Oh. Um, oh, oh. You know what? Okay, yeah. So there was the one tin soldier. Yeah. There was do 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 do, but then there was also a toy soldiers movie as well. Oh, so okay. There were movies of both.
2: All right. And there's always going to be that because there are there's no copyright on names, there's no trademark on names for movies. Thank right, goodness. Exactly. That's why you yeah, get you can, five crashes or whatever it is. Right.
0: Exactly. Yep. You can name your movie. You can name your movie five easy pieces and not have a problem.
2: Nope. Twenty seven dresses. Totally different movie. It's all about zombies or whatever. <laughs> Doesn't have a <laughs> there's right. not a Heigl to be seen. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm going to add to the call uh, a longtime friend. Uh, of the yeah. program and of uh of myself and also one of my favorite he represents one of my favorite things i've ever implemented in my entire technological life which we'll get to in a second uh welcome to the program one michael fay from one password hello michael
1: welcome good morning hey to man you gentlemen jeez look hello. at you you look all
2: fancy and stuff on this camera no
1: we're not used to this quality of a of a guest <laughs> it's
2: amazing we that's right. we
1: we're, uh, we're we started doing little video snippets for the podcast uh, this year, and so I gotta I gotta look good. I gotta look presentable. Nice, show. Nice.
2: nice. And you host this for uh, for those wondering uh, for the for the one password yes. thing. That must be okay. I just I'm just gonna throw this out because it seems challenging to me to be uh, the the voice. Basically, you're, you're you're having to be the voice of a company whose goal is is to give everybody. Uh great password management, a way to do two factor in a very easy way, all this cool stuff. And by the way, this is not a sponsorship or a paid anything on the show. <laughs> this is just <laughs> no. a this is a thing I love and use constantly. But how do you make a podcast around it? Like I've been doing this for a long time. That seems hard.
1: Yeah. So uh my friend Matt, uh who also works at One Password, and and our friend Anna, we Matt was like, Do you want to start a podcast? And I was like, Yeah, that sounds like fun. Like, why not? We'll yeah, do that. Sure and uh so it's really just an excuse for us to hang out a little while yeah. we do uh we do headlines so we do we do, we have like our pre-show banter like like you guys do and then sure. we do headlines and cover what's latest in the news uh we do guest interviews so i i've been i i tend to do most of the guest interviews and they're those are super fun uh we bring in security experts i interviewed a penetration tester the other day someone who just like tries to get into buildings and stuff for mm. money oh um, that's
2: cool like wait so people hire him like, to try to break your system yes. break the system that's cool
1: yeah like and not like digitally like literally like hi i'm here to deliver a pizza kind of thing and oh. then see if they can get access to certain offices and wow and stuff like that. it's it's so fun the interviews are so good <laughs> like every heist uh, movie we've ever watched yeah i was gonna say it's i feel cool. like yes. we
2: just saw this in like inside yes. man or something just like it yeah, reminded me of something
1: it, like that stuff it is it is exactly that. I've ha- I have interviewed people where I'm like, so this sounds like a movie, and they're like, yep, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Do those um,
2: people do those people always start out as uh, kind of real hacker uh, break in types, and then they they have a change in their life or whatever, and then they get hired yeah. for this stuff? Is that kind of how it works?
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, yes. And in fact, the, the person that I did that I did just interview, uh, he he was arrested by the FBI and uh, they were very much like, OK, so why don't you come work for us for a while? Damn. Instead? Uh, oh, wow. yeah, it's neat. That it's makes neat. sense,
2: though, right? Because those guys are going to be your best experts. If you can yeah. if you can give them the deal that that gives them enough reformation <laughs> so that they're not, you know, prison rats for the rest of their lives or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. You give them yeah. a reason to do this stuff for good and not, not evil anymore. Uh, it makes sense to me, but it's always so wild
1: to think that that's a thing.
0: And uh, it's yeah. and it's white. It's still considered white hat when it's when it's trying to get into a building kind of thing, right?
1: Right. Uh, yes, if you are being if you have been hired, if you're being by that hired company, to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the, if the you or... can't just say I'm a white hat hacker and get out <laughs> of it. Right. It's not. Darn <laughs> it. Oh, that's
0: a shame. <laughs>
2: Well, here's <laughs> here's the good news. Uh, as a listener of the show uh, here of TMS, you, you've you heard us do quizzes and stuff on here before. Yep. And uh, yep. you pinged me and said, hey, I got this quiz I kind of want to throw at you guys. What do you think? So we arranged this. And um, I figured, why not? It's a Thursday. It's our last show of a, of a standard week. Let's go ahead and throw it in. So I don't know how ready I am, but let's do it. Let's Let's see how we yeah. do.
1: I mean, you, you are not as ready as you possibly could be because one of you is in the document that i shared but the other is not so, oh i'm in uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's one of these deals is it i don't i don't know. <laughs> i mean you don't you, listen you can go pure audio but uh i thought it, that a visual aid might might be helpful sure uh, as we because they are multiple choice uh so the the way that we end every uh one password podcast which is called random but memorable which is how you're supposed to have your passwords random but mm-hmm. memorable yeah uh is, is we do a quiz. We play a game, and we all, we're we always coming up with different games, and uh, the game this season is called Security Blank. Uh, so, Security Blank, the rules are very simple. I will read out some recent security news headlines with one or multiple words blanked out, and Brian and Scott will have to guess which words are missing from the headlines. There are five questions. Uh, each correct answer is worth one point. I was going to try and come up with some, like, more fancy scoring system, like feud, but... <laughs> Uh, didn't so we get one we, point for right answer. We, all right. Yeah, it's pretty clear we don't really care about
0: <laughs> we, we, the scoring thing. is is usually the uh, the worst part of all of our all of our game
2: shows on this thing. Yeah, some <laughs> the most contentious. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it comes up a lot.
1: But, uh, I will do my best to let everyone, uh, to keep everyone up to date on what the scores are. Uh, <laughs> as someone who frequently <laughs> listens to the show and goes, yeah. wait, but hold on. I got to do the math and I can't yeah. figure out yeah. wait, who's winning right now. Oh, this uh, is good. hard for this, people
0: to drive when they're holding up fingers trying to remember how many points <laughs> Brian and Scott each <laughs> have. Exactly. It's
1: exactly. very
2: dangerous. We got to, we got to, yeah. until self driving cars are ubiquitous, we got to fix that problem. That's a yeah. problem. Uh,
1: yeah. Brian, can I trouble you to keep score at the top of this document so I don't all
0: have oh, to. Oh, yeah. Like, Oh, look at that. I can, I totally, do I have access? I don't think I have access. I, oh, right. request, uh, request edit access.
1: You should, uh, it, if you refresh, I gave you edit access before our show started. Oh. So. No. Uh, it's um, uh, letting me touch.
0: Which account. You probably did it for Coverville at I Gmail, I did it
1: for right? Coverville. Right. Yep,
0: mm. that's all right. Let me, uh, no, that's what I'm logged in as. There's a button at the top that says request edit access, and when I click it, nothing happens. What
2: happens when you refresh it? Does it go, does it change? Oh, let me
0: try. Let me see if that's, uh.
1: This is great radio. Uh, it, it is does radio. indeed.
0: I can I can type a score. Excellent. Fantastic.
1: Okay, excellent. excellent. I, <laughs> cool. Zero. Yep. There yep. okay. we go. All right. Good. good. It's working. All, <laughs> it's all. all right. Excellent. Okay. First question. Uh, so this is from the Register, uh, January of this year. Yep. We'll take that blank over a flashy data spilling internet one. Thanks. Is it old fashioned vacuum, plain dumb car, non electric toothbrush? or we'll take that seriously ugly toaster over a flashy data-scaling Internet one. Thanks. Oh, my gosh.
0: I like this. It's too bad Doorbell isn't on here because I feel like Doorbell has come up. Uh, DTNS, I think, brought up Doorbell recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all of these things do have their Internet enabled. and uh,
2: Yeah, it could be any of them, right?
0: I'm going to do the... I'm gonna. Oh, do you want us to say just go ahead and say you could say, say all right it's i'm gonna say non-electric electric
2: toothbrush oh that was gonna be mine too i would choose the same can we do that or we have to choose different ones
1: yeah no no you can choose yeah. the same okay so totally either both be right or we'll right. both yeah. be wrong that's true yeah. yep, i'll go i'm, I'm going with uh, that toothbrush all right. So we have two two of you locking in with toothbrush. Uh, in January of 2024, the Register ran an article titled, We'll Take That Plain Dumb Car Over a Flashlight. Ah, it darn it. Oh, Scott, you brought the sound effects. I did. I brought somewhere. you sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping. All right.
2: <laughs> They're always there. They're always ready. Always at the ready.
1: All right. In February, Wired ran an article that said ransomware payments hit a record blank in 2023. Is it oh. 350 million, 1.1 billion, 25 million or 1.25 trillion? Oh my gosh, ransomware payments? Uh, I
0: I've always been told go with the second highest number, so I'm going to say 1.1 billion.
2: I but it really worries
0: me seeing that trillion number <laughs> on there.
2: Yeah, the trillion can't be right. Can it? I'll I'll go with the 350 million.
1: Okay. Uh in February of 2024, Wired ran an article that said ransomware payments hit a record 1.1 billion dollars. Brian, nicely Woo-hoo. done. <laughs>
2: That's it's for me. Always, oh. yeah
1: it's always a uh, you know
0: SATs that's al- only how I pass my SATs <laughs> by picking the third highest <laughs> option whenever they gave you a range of numbers it's always the third high uh, the 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 second highest
1: yeah very nice all right we're gonna stick with <laughs> with Wired for the next uh, okay. the next couple here so uh, in 2024 as well uh, February Wired ran an article that said blank are a privacy nightmare is it AI girlfriends? Ring doorbells. There's your doorbell. There's uh, the doorbells. Uh, yeah. Viral TikTok videos or crowdfunding platforms.
2: Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. <laughs> yeah, all those are
1: all, all. Those
0: seem to be possible privacy nightmares. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to my doorbells because it, it was it felt like a Creskin moment for me. So if I don't, if I don't lean on this and that turns out to be it, then I'm gonna be really disappointed myself.
2: Um, I'm gonna go with. <sighs> I'm going to go with the weird one. Let's go with the AI girlfriends. Because <laughs> that is right, a well, thing. That's
0: somebody happening. isolates Scott out saying that, please. <laughs> <isolate
1: Yeah>. that. <laughs> I'm going to go with some AI girlfriends, please. Thank you. Uh, it turns out that uh, AI girlfriends are indeed a privacy Woo!
3: nightmare. Nice <laughs> job, Scott. Oh, word. man.
1: <laughs> no, I, I
2: have some very loose recollection of hearing something about the uptick in those—not that they were such a nightmare—but that because there's this uptick, I have to think, given the the emotional attachment part yeah. of this, that people are just saying too much shit and getting too, there's too much getting leaked out. I can't imagine that's good mm-hmm. for anybody.
0: Oh, for sure, has to be. Right? Yeah. yeah. Jeez.
2: Plus, for real, I don't want to. I'm not a someone who wants to label people or put swaths of judgment on anyone, but anybody at home with an AI girlfriend. I'm just saying maybe go out and do some stuff. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Just, yeah. I'm just saying human, humans need humans. All right? That's all.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Eliza 2024. What we're, what we're <laughs> That's right. All right. Maybe we're doing mine's, good. mine's
0: more of a talking moose, uh, but, uh, you know, you do you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. Also, in February, Boy, Wired did a lot of articles. Uh, apparently February. did. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I stopped using blank. It's great and a total mess. Is it passwords? Toilet paper? The internet or I stopped using ad blockers. It's great and a total oh, mess. Wow,
2: a great and a total mess.
0: <sighs> well, I've, all right. This is process of elimination for me. Cuz I don't I I think that they would word it differently if they stopped using passwords. I think cuz what you guys do is is basically have people not really trying to come up with their own flimsy passwords, but use your service, right? So I don't see somebody like writing an article saying I stopped using passwords if they were to go like for your service, for example. So I'm feeling like I'm ruling out passwords. Um, and I, I, as much as I'd love to see somebody say, yeah, I stopped using ad blockers and I'm loving all of the the garbage. I'm getting my screen. I'm going to, I'm going to go toilet paper on this one. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's man. just raving about <laughs> raving about a bidet
2: yeah, wiring. you might be right. Wired. That wired. That's another good total connection. Total washlet. I'm I'm going to say this is about a
0: like a super high end Tokyo yeah. style toilet, and uh, I'm hoping that that's the case. Okay,
2: I'm going to guess that this is some luddite who's like, mm. I'm done with the internet. It's changed my life. It's a mess in there. It's great not having it. What a mess. I'm going to say internet. And a C is my answer. Okay. All right. So Brian's got toilet paper. I've got I've got the internet.
1: Okay. All right. Let's pull uh, our resources. In, in February, Wired ran an article that said, "I stopped using passwords. Oh, it's great and a total mess." Well, what uh, what did they mean by that? What because you gentlemen forgot about the rise of passkeys? Oh, these days. Shit.
0: Oh right. So yeah. this is an
1: article about someone who's embracing pass Authenticators keys. and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Stuff
2: where like passkey is the is that protocol where I don't totally understand. Tom's tried to explain it to us before, but basically it's It's like just a non, it's a non password, right? It's like a, it's a encrypted thing that if you support it, it just works everywhere. I don't know how. I mean, whatever. One password will support it. That's all I need to know because it does. That's all I use. We do. So, we do. It, it does. It, cool. does do. Cool. <laughs> it, it does. We do.
1: It does. We do. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. All, all right. right. Uh, let's let's bring this one home, gentlemen. How are we doing on scores? We I'm are stagging. one one to one. So we. Uh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This, this this could decide it here. Uh, I told I was, I was I said I was going to keep everyone up to date on the scores, and I totally. That's right. Oh yeah. The, uh, one, the score is one to one. One to one. Account. Everybody. One. <laughs> to one, Everyone. One a one. Right. So, Full count. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now let's jump over to the New York Times from October. October of last year. Yeah. Rethinking security when so many threats are blank. Is it dressed up in clown costumes? Hiding in plain sight? Invisible? Or, like, solving a murder mystery? Well, I'm straight up saying A. Dressed up like a clown costume. I Cross
0: know! Exactly. That's why it was my thought too. It's like, why would, who would, when they're trying to come up with believable answers that aren't the right one, who would come up with dressed up in clown costumes?
2: Yeah, and the uh, reason I like that is because I know they're being hyperbolic, but it kind of works. It's it's so much of so much security threats these days are funny meme I clicked on, or Mm. this is a great account I follow, and I didn't realize I was getting fished, or you know whatever. Like it feels like that would be a good uh, metaphor, I guess.
0: Yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask you this. Either way, if we both choose dressed up in clown costumes, we end up with a tie. Do you have a tiebreaker planned, or? I sure don't. No. Okay,
1: then. <laughs> nope. Then Actually, I, then I, I can get one to, though.
0: Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because I could do a, I could pick a different one just so that we don't end up in a tie unless we both get still get it wrong. but Yeah. Um, Our but if you have
1: Anna sent me some extra ones. So okay, I'll so let let if you've see. got it, you have pick, a way to I can do pick it. Tiebreaker. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, because
0: yeah, my my link, uh, inkling was uh, clown costumes as well, just because it, it is so far out there compared to the other three. The other three feel like. What somebody would come up with that makes sense in that case.
2: Yeah. It's not my mom would <laughs> say D. Yeah. She would say, Well, this is it's kinda like solving a murder mystery, the security. I mean, that doesn't seem like something a normal person right. would say. Not that my mom's right. not normal, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, we both say A, that's what we'll say.
1: We're supposed to say Well uh, listen, the article is titled Rethinking Security When So Many Threats Are Invisible. Oh! oh sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we are going to have to go into overtime. And oh. I'm kudos notes to whoever
0: away. came up with the, the alternate answers because that is a brilliant strategy to put something in there. It feels so wrong that it has to be right. Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Okay, let's tie tiebreaker. Listen, if it's not this, you just tie. Okay, if it's not this one, this is is the last question. Uh, Let's see here. Let's go with, uh, let's go from the Telegraph. The Telegraph in September of 2023. The majority of people are more worried about online fraud than, is it burglary, climate change, terminal illness, or day-old stale kale? Let's see if I can... (sighs) See if I can paste this in. here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, paste. Right, well, I'm not
0: following the day old. I'm not. I'm not going to fall into the clown costume day old stale kale uh, trap.
2: Day old stale kale. I'm going to say that's fun to say.
0: Health. What was the health one? It was. Uh... Hang on, hang on. I'm pasting oh, yeah.
2: it in, Brian. Give okay. Me, oh, okay. Oh, good. You're too kind. Because I can't remember yeah, the first one yet. Weird. Oh, there we go.
1: Okay. And I had to make sure I didn't. By the Turbling way, ignore this. the number oh, of spaces. Fraud, it doesn't actually matter. Go. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm gonna, I'm so. gonna say terminal
0: illness.
2: I'm gonna say climate change. All right, good. All right, let's hope we, let's hope we, bust this game <laughs> yeah. wide open. Yeah, one of Jesus us is good. God
1: <laughs> <Maybe>. help us. <laughs> All right. Okay. How'd we do? Uh, well, uh, the majority of people are more worried about online fraud. Than- Burglary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Of course. All, All right. right. Well then it, it's, it's like soccer. God, it's almost like you preempted the fact that you knew it was gonna be a wrong answer. You had your finger on it. I did have my the
2: finger there. Button. You know what? I mean it's fine. It's like uh, it's like soccer. It's okay to tie. It's fine.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Many, many games, many games then a tie. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> they sure do. Uh, well, this this is actually pretty fun. I enjoyed this. This Was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your so it sounds like your podcast isn't just for hey we're we're in password and we're awesome. It's also got all this other stuff in it. Tell people where to get it.
1: Uh, yeah. So you can uh, look for random but memorable in your pod catcher of choice. Uh, and uh, you know if you're looking for a a great password manager, I'm sure Scott will tell you go to onepassword.com. I love it. I love it for real And like it's cool.
2: I said This ain't a pay, paid ad at all We're just yeah. You know There's an old friend Michael Hanging out and Talking about cool stuff But also I will fully endorse it It has changed my freaking life uh, The way I work And the way I do stuff And I Some months ago I get reminded It's like I'm typing in a thing And I'll go Oh do I remember And I go Oh no I don't need to remember It's all right here I'll just blip That's blip bloop cool. And it's in Like it's changed my whole life Go, Go get it If you haven't already tried it You guys It's amazing uh well this is great uh have a fantastic uh time and uh may all your uh security issues be uh toilet paper i guess i don't know what i'm saying say. <laughs> all right <laughs> see Thanks you later gentlemen, michael. Uh, he's a cool dude Very he came cool. to nerdtacular a couple of times and oh, really okay i don't think vegas i should have asked for a booted him but i don't yeah. think he was in vegas yet or has been in vegas but we'd love to have you sometime michael if you want to come you'd be the nice. most secure person there nice. Uh, all right. Let's see. Oh, uh, quick thing. Um, somebody, somebody, Katie. I'll say it's not just a somebody, uh-huh. Katie, in our in our listenership. <laughs> um, not just
0: somebody, but Katie. She's uh-huh.
2: she searched for us and us in Bing's image generator.
0: Oh wow. Okay,
2: image you, generator. So this is uh, Bing has like an OpenAI uh, gotcha thing. I forget. What it's called. I don't think it's Dolly, but it's whatever their AI image thing is, and so you can go to Bing's. Uh, chat assistant thing, which is basically their Chat GPT, and you can do images there. And somebody just searched for the morning stream and okay. did it four times. And these are the results. Now I'm sharing these with Brian for the first time. I didn't. I didn't preview yeah, this him is, on you're these.
0: Gonna, this is actual reaction video of Brian seeing these for the
2: first time. And we have got a we have got a challenge on our hands to figure this shit out. So okay. this is number right. one. I'll put it up for the chat. Okay. Oh, wait, wrong guy. I put the wrong guy. <laughs>
0: Did you send it to uh yeah, Michael? Yeah, I s- sent it to Michael.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good security. Hold on, let me kill that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, you see that? It's a dinosaur yes, and a monkey. I don't know who's who, but whatever.
0: I do like that, you know, that uh, one of us is drinking out of a coffee mug. That's this is morning stream the other one is drinking out of a coffee mug it says, "Me tea. Uh it hit digren, digren, digran."
2: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Also, am I eating a shrimp? What is that? Like on my little net? Nav- yeah, like, if, if that's okay, me, I don't even know the, if that's me.
0: If you're the, if I feel like yeah, I feel like I'd be the monkey and you'd be the uh, the dragon or the lizard.
2: Godzilla well, you, looking thing. You got here. something funky hanging off your notebook? Look at where your USB connector is. What is that? Little,
0: yeah, it's a it's a dongle. It's a just a purely. There. Yeah. It's a because I'm using technology from. <laughs>
2: <laughs> from the 90s. And for some reason a whole thing of donuts opened up for us out there. Yeah, and
0: I can't figure out why there's <laughs> it's on one side five rows of donuts and four <laughs> rows of donuts on the
2: other. It's got a real uh M.C. Escher vibe Escher. to it. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's
2: very weird. Anyway, so Schrodinger's Donuts. <laughs> so then it so so I figured okay, well yeah, it's a one-off? It's weird. Uh, who knows what the our show is about, right? But then, yeah, okay, here comes right. number two. I'll put this in Discord as well. This is the second image that it's arose. It's
0: really a very curious George vibe to it. Oh, look at that, again.
2: Uh, another one, there are donuts, there's coffee, there is you and me as monkey <laughs> and dinosaur, although you're really dressed up in this one. You have like a suit on and
0: tie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
2: Um, there's well, really fancy and, donuts and, and M. And
0: what is the deal <laughs> with the A in stream? I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's like so a, left up. <laughs> i hate ai so much <laughs> it's I so love, stupid
0: i love this artwork though
2: i know oh, it's great that, uh, the style's great it's got a real i um, love
0: that your microphone arm is just somehow magically suspended in air yep. the, the microphone arm almost makes a better a than the a in the logo
2: yeah and it's and it's daisy chain hooked to yours somehow with that cable <laughs> right. but the other end of the cable just hanging there i don't know these, these are how to oh how, how do computers even work really Okay, yeah. so then you'd think, all right, well, that's a fluke. You got two dinosaur Tad monkeys. lotion in
0: the creamer? Is that what that is?
2: Now look yeah. at this one.
0: It really does not know how to do boxes. Okay. No, Maybe it really doesn't.
2: Uh, yeah. Another one. Same deal.
0: <laughs> and seriously, every single time, she's just, Katie is just typing the morning stream. Just the morning
2: the, stream, and that's it. Yeah. And then you get this. Can you? I mean, does that make any sense? What is this? These coffee does cups it are great.
0: Makes sense? I don't know why... We're we're monkey and dragon or whatever we are. I think my
2: cup says drowning and cream. Drowning and cream.
0: Oh yeah, he said, Well, drowning,
2: Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's Years. like
0: it's like somebody said. Uh, make it kind of like the Dunder
2: Mifflin mug. Yeah, but, but but not but not quite. Also, you have yeah. one, two, three, four, five fingers. And uh, I have
0: one of those uh, garden things that tells you when when you need to water uh, water your your. <laughs> rhododendrons basically like yeah, a light blue things which that's weird. stick in the ground to say, Oh, I need to I need to water more.
2: Yeah, and there's coffee beans all over. Yeah. Um okay. So I this- am
0: so uh, that that's accurate because look at me double fisting not just extra fingers but extra coffee. Yeah. I'm oh, double yeah. fisting the coffee. Yeah,
2: this to uh, me that to me is the most realistic portrayal we've had so far. <laughs> then the final and fourth image Yes. This and one I'm
0: always dressed, and you're always naked. The, for I some like, uh,
2: reason, this one has a real Bob's Burgers oh.
0: vibe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, look at my jaw. Look at my little, mouth.
0: There's a little Beetlejuice going on there.
2: Uh, yeah, it's effed. This one's effed. Uh, there's money on the table, though. Look at that. There's
0: money on the table. There's a, an iPad.
2: There's multiple monies. Uh,
0: it's it's like the, uh, again, me with two coffees clearly and look at our i'm sorry our microphones
2: then, <laughs> are our microphones are steaming hot or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the best part i just love that too like or they just stink yeah. like those are the stinkiest ass microphones those
2: are stink lines um uh, yeah there's
0: some cash on the table uh there's
2: yeah multiple cash well
0: mul- multiple wads of cash the donuts what? look uh and again coffee beans like like yeah, we're doing a morning show. Quick, throw some coffee
2: beans all over the table. Oh, I think there's something you're probably, it's probably something to that, right? Because it's like the, the computer's like, well, morning show, uh, uh, get, up, right, get up, get moving. Right. You know, like they want caffeine in there. I don't know. I don't know how these computers work. <laughs> but I love our, our mic stand is, uh, you could sell this. Look at this thing.
0: I like that mic stand a lot. Yeah. I mean, although it really does require... You and your co-host to be very close together, and you don't have any real control over, uh, over bringing your mic closer or further away from. Them. So <laughs> no. it's like we always have to be in these same
2: positions. Yeah. But I
0: like that. Yeah, I'm a monkey, but you're you're a dude in a in a Godzilla suit for some reason. Yeah,
2: with an effed up mouth though. Look at that shit. Because look at that. That's yeah, all attached right. to my face somehow. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I look like Bob. I, I look like Bob or Gene in there. From Bob's Burgers, just looks just like them.
0: I uh, I love these, Scott. I, I
2: I don't I don't hate them either, yeah. you know. And I don't like I I'm kind of not I don't like just here's a prompt now make some art. I hate it, but yeah, these are so stupid that they kind of exceed my expectations.
0: Yeah, we got to put these. Uh, number one, we got to put them somewhere for the the patrons or whoever. Everybody should see these, but. God, just the just the evolution between the four of them. Yeah, like it's it's like uh, I mean it's like it's asking four different comic strip creators to come up with. Yeah. with, with the the same can't like, imagine same my
2: current. artists hate this technology. I just can't imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah
0: there's there's something very Matt Graining about that fourth one. Little Bob's Burger is a little Matt Graining, like especially my like the. Again, we're assuming that I'm the monkey in this case. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Did the, you see the Did you see the one Doctor Calhoun just posted? What the oh. hell, dude? Sorry, hold did on. Just
0: do the same, so like you just did the Morning Stream podcast. Yeah, look at oh. it
2: came up with here. It's, oh, it
0: didn't didn't work for me.
2: Oh, here I'll I'll give it to you. I have it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here you go. Look at that. Oh. First of all, that is not you over there. That's not me no. either. Neither of those are us. No,
0: but my, la- <laughs> you're like twenty eight, and I'm I'm uh like a, a thousand year old Larry David. All of a sudden, yeah, you're but- like
2: Larry David. That's true. But look at the Spider Man shit in the back. Yeah, that tells me that they know some stuff. Like a
0: musician, some somehow a uh, a Popeye Justin Robert Young playing a a, a sitar next yeah. to me,
2: Yeah, uh, or something. There's like a, a Lego like a dude in the back. He's like a Lego guy. Thing. Yeah, there's like a laser gun. There's a dinosaur on the front lower left. Why does that keep coming up? <laughs> it's really
0: really funny how the dinosaur thing keeps coming up.
2: And it's also and it's also called the Morning Stram. Yeah, the Morning Stram. Welcome to the Morning Stram, everyone we're here we're here every day on the Monday through Thursday be okay yeah. I feel
0: like one of these needs to be turned into a t-shirt <laughs> my, and, and my vote is kind of <laughs> I kind of like them. I kind of like, like
2: the, the morning stram I, I, I kind
0: of like the morning stram yeah uh, what do you think like alright how's this do we I, I thought right off the top of my head uh, we put up all five options yeah with a voting system whichever one gets the most votes we we have some
2: t-shirts made we should do it and we call it uh,
0: or the t- or the or coffee mug or, or
2: something something something. something yeah even if it's just prints or stickers or something these are too stupid Yeah, even to do prints
0: it. totally prints or stickers like i cannot i'm looking i cannot figure out what half of these no what what 99 percent of the things that are flying behind us the two Spider-Man, especially Flying Spider-Man. Yeah, which what's really with dig.
2: Flight Spider, Fly Spider-Man? Look at him. Dude. Yeah,
0: I, I totally dig that. Is there, uh, any,
2: is there any precedence for that? Is there a Flying Spider-Man? I guess he has webs when he coasts. Or yeah, whatever. he has
0: the, but he, the, uh, the the Captain Universe Spider-Man could fly.
2: Yeah, that's but I can't
0: remember another Flying Spider-Man because uh, he's a web swinger. He's always got to be a swinger. There's a, there's um, kind
2: of a Optimus Prime on the far left near the. Whoever this dude with the beard oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. See that the body of it with a dupe head. So clearly, this thing's like, oh, those guys are nerds. They do nerd yeah, shit,
0: and but they know like video game stuff, the uh, uh, the music, the Spider-Man business, like. So much of it, though, is like there's a weird pumpkin thing. Yeah, what is that pumpkin thing on top of yeah. another,
2: like a ghoul-looking head?
0: M- music, yeah, Hillary, exactly. With <laughs> music note legs.
2: There are. God, this is. There's suckers, is so or is that a, that might be a joystick. I don't know what any of this is, but for whatever reason, you and I look like retirement home specialists.
0: This is like, this is an NPR from NPR. Yeah, it's the Morning Stram.
2: Yep, yep. Welcome to the Stram. It's good to have you all here chate room chate room in the stram all right well that was a blast uh that's
0: great these are these are freaking (laughs) awesome and i i want to i don't want to i want to download all four of them and never never lose them because they're so good
2: they're pretty good um okay we are going to do one news story so that we can talk about this other thing too so here goes i'm gonna hit the i forgot where i am here we are right here nope right here nope right here Time for the news brought to you by.
0: Brought to you by Coverville. Yeah, we're back this week. No, no uh, trivia questions to write. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, We're back this week with a triple uh, cover story today featuring music. Love and by The Manic Street Preachers, Corinne Bailey Ray, and The Alarm. Talk about your wide range of stuff, but uh, you know, when you're doing covers, these all seem to work together. Um, great songs like Put Your Records On, Rain in the Summertime, and If You Tolerate This, Then Your Children Will Be Next. Uh, all covers and covered. Uh, that's today at 12pm Mountain Time twitch.tv Coverville.
2: Very nice. Here's one story for you. Do you know that we are getting the Enhanced Games? You've heard of the Olympic Games, you've heard of the uh, you know uh, I don't know playoffs and uh, Super Bowls and all that
0: sure sure
2: well uh, billionaire Peter Thiel it's kind of a butthole oh, yeah. by all accounts but also uh, yeah. one of the uh, dudes that made all that he was he worked with Musk back in the PayPal days The
0: PayPal days yeah right
2: anyway he has a he's backing a new competition called the enhanced games which is doping legal Olympics so no rules about doping about uh, taking uh, steroids enhancing really? yourself at all you just play as is as, as enhanced as you want to be and it's these are the games it's,
0: uh, and it's probably encouraged like if you know that your opponents are all doping you better be doping yourself or else you're at a huge disadvantage yeah the whole thing.
2: thing will be you you dope if you want to compete you better dope and you're not going to be penalized or kicked or anything if you do this is you are supposed to do this Um, It feels like a joke, but they're serious about it. Uh, Throughout its storied history, no issue has plagued the Olympic Games more than doping. Athletes taking performance-enhancing drugs or PEDs to gain competitive advantage. Well, from sprinters Ben Johnson to Marion Jones to swimmer Sun Yang, even the state-sanctioned Russian doping program, uh, it's been a problem. But this group's like, you know what? Let's get some of that Peter Thiel money. Let's get a whole thing going. I mean, I'm going to be dead honest with people here. I want to see this. Okay. <laughs> I, I have I kind of, I like, sure. I got a bunch of moral issues with like just the idea of like, let's drug everybody up and see who's strongest. It just seems oh, so God, yeah. like the most manly bullshit ever. But I kind of want to watch whatever this is. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if you told me, Hey, we're doing an Olympics where everybody's got cyber implants, I'd be like, <laughs> You want to see it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you. See this show.
2: This is like the kind of garbage no, television I totally want to watch. I'm
0: totally in. What yeah. do we uh do we know when this is going to happen?
2: Uh let's see. They give us a date. Initially proposed in early 2023 the concept of the games uh, came from an Australian guy. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, thanks Australia. It's not even us.
0: Can we is there going to be a contest who has the uh, most shrivelled sack?
2: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> That should be a part of every competition.
0: Or how many uh, heart attacks. There? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
2: You know, you'll, they ought to do that. They ought to say, um, here's the swimming one. Let's check everyone's sacks. Okay. Will you win right. the preliminary right. sack Perfect. thing? All right. Yes. The en- okay. Now we're doing javelin. Uh, please expose your sack. Oh, yours are real small. That gives yeah. you an advantage. Shot put. Shot put. Here's your sack. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, it's a thing. They don't have a date. Uh, it well, just says they're working on it. So. They want to a do it though. for
0: him to back. It just feels like,
2: I, I probably because people like us, even people who are have some disdain for this kind of, are, are curious. So it probably just thinks it's a sure deal. Like it'll just make money. Yeah,
0: I mean, it just feels like such a, um, God, what is the uh like a, a TikTok version of the Olympics kind of thing?
2: Kind of, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in Mr. The, Beast or Lena, you know, like it does feel like Mr.
0: Beast. <laughs> We decided to try a whole bunch of Olympic events and really dope people up with some performance-enhancing drugs.
2: That's Let's right. Do it. I'm 24 and I've got more money than God. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will join us and uh, we'll be talking about a thing. So stick around for that. Brian, you got uh, <laughs> you got some music to hold us no, over.
0: No other no other setup you want to do while I figure out what the hell I'm playing? Oh yeah, this is great. Oh, all right. I'm going to say the name of this band very carefully. Um, it's a band called the snuts. Oh, the snuts. S N U T S. And if you, if that's not a fun band name to say, I, I don't know what is. I love it. Um, big thanks to, uh, happy artist records of the orchard, uh, for, for sending me this one. These guys are great. These guys are some, some straight up pop. Um, and good pop. Not like, not like, you know, uh, backstreet boys and sync kind of pop, but like, like uh Weezer and um uh if you take the 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 edge off of uh Green Day, you kind of got a good a good solid pop band um anyway, they've got their third album that is just coming out called millennials oh uh, shit <laughs> <laughs> don't worry don't worry i don't think they're I don't okay. think they're both neither uh condoning nor promoting they're just uh. <laughs> Well, I guess it's the same thing. They're not... Oh, no, that is different. Those are the opposites. Condone Condoning, promote. Yeah,
2: promote. You yeah. can promote without condone. Or I guess you can condone and promote. You can do you both. You can condone
0: and promote, yeah. Or promote. Anyway, they're sure. not... Neither admonishing nor uh, promoting. How's that? Yeah. Whatever. The album's called Millennials. It's their third <laughs> studio album. The band is called The Snuts, and this is their song, Millionaires.
4: and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com
2: this episode of the morning stream is brought to you by scent air it's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code stream to get an extra 25% off your order. Centair diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Centair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Centair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoVadis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra? Scent Attention. Well, Scent Air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM. And that's S T R E A M for up to 25% off your order.
1: Does the shoulder strap in your car cut into your shoulder?
2: Why? Hello, chief. And we're back. Who was that? One more time. As if I could forget Snuts. Yeah, but you're never going to forget the name of this band, the Snuts, and
0: uh, their brand new song "Millionaires" from their upcoming album uh, uh, "Millennials." And this, uh, their headline tour actually starts Monday, so you can see them touring all around the U.S. Go see
2: the Snuts. Go see the Snuts. They're live now in concert nicely done now this whoops this
5: i'll explain the situation to wendy don't worry
2: well 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 what is it we have here it is my younger sister wendy uh who joins us as she does each thursday to do a little therapy thursday she's a professional therapist but she comes here and slums it with us for a week to you know help people with their real problems wendy welcome back to the show how are you
0: i'm doing well yeah she's probably
2: fascinated by these weird images that she sees in Discord. Well, I don't know.
6: Yeah, you, you I do am. I'm under- looking at them. What yeah, is, so- what somebody,
2: seeing? we had a fan or two fans in this case, but the first four, the, the monkey and the dinosaur, were uh, a listener <laughs> just searched for the morning stream in the Bing image generator thing, AI generator. Oh, yeah. And this is what it came up with. And we can't figure out why we are a dinosaur and monkey eating donuts and drinking coffee all morning. It's just it's a weird time. thing. microphones in front of us. Yeah, with smelly microphones. And then, and then the bottom oh, one I is somebody just funny. did it while we were talking and came up with something totally different that looks nothing like either of us, really. I mean, and, maybe. And yeah, of-
0: Dr. Calhoun even gave us a, another one, too, that I think has... What I would say is the most accurate representation of Scott, but no, no Brian to be found in this melange. Uh, uh,
2: let's see. There's another link he put direct,
0: in. It was a direct email from,
2: or a direct message from him. Did he send it to you, too? No. Maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah, he did. Here it is. Uh, okay. Let me pull it up. Uh, oh. That is straight up Scott. Who are these uh,
0: other people? Center. I, well, one of them is clearly uh, Alex. uh <laughs>
2: Alex Albisu, goodness gracious! Alex
0: Al-Bisu. and yeah. then we I think we've got uh, Lee Iacocca, yeah, uh, the kid from Elliot from ET. Yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> it's really it weird, looks like
0: what it looks like when you take the robe off of uh, <laughs> off of a Jawa. Yeah, yeah. and uh, some
2: robots, some uh, yeah. bird as a bird. Some shoes. Some
6: someone thing? playing guitar. Is that the bird?
2: I yeah, mean, I guess. Fire,
0: flaming bird playing guitar.
6: So uh, someone just like looked up in a in. B-A-I, someone typed,
0: "Give me, give me album art for the Morning Stream podcast." Oh and, this and this is what it spit out. This is
2: what it spits out. Amazing. Yeah, we're living in a chaotic time, Wendy. Yeah.
6: yeah we are why am I not on there we that's can, what I'm
2: saying that's what I, uh, exactly what a sausage fest this thing AI is because
6: AI is freaking Texas is why
2: yeah that's right <laughs> or or our show only has three female guests that might be the
6: reason yeah so you guys are so- We've got a lot of
2: dudes on here <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, uh, it's good to have you here. I hope you're uh, having a decent week and uh, all's well on your front, I suppose. It's all
6: going great. Do you guys
2: ever get any snow this year? Or are you just screwed? Just nothing? No, nope,
6: we're just screwed. We got a little flake wow, really? the other day. Yeah, it was 60 Monday. I love weather, by the way. 60 Monday, and then yesterday morning when I walked the dog at you know seven o'clock, it was six degrees.
2: Six, sixty to <laughs> six. That's a yeah. wow.
0: significant drop good
2: range. Yeah. And
6: today, yesterday, like 20, by this weekend, I mean, I think we're 70 at some point. Like, that's unheard of.
2: That's un- that's crazy. That's yeah. insane. That's, that's Minnesota, insane. you guys. We're, how can you even have a new season of Fargo set in that place? It's not even going to be Agreed. cold.
6: Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. You have no... And uh, everyone's torn because our, it's a, like a statewide pastime to complain about weather. Mm. And now we're all complaining it's too warm, which feels wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> sure. it's just, just wackadoo. Anyway, But
2: yeah. yeah. Well, it's good to have living, you here.
6: Living...
3: Living our
2: best. Yeah, living your best life, really. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to today's stuff. First, we're going to do a little follow-up uh, from last week. Yeah. And uh, I'll read this real quick. It was a question for Wendy after this week's Therapy Thursday, or I guess it was last week's. The session on emotionally immature parents really resonated with me and uh, even have the book on my, on my nightstand. Maybe uh, it's a sign I finally dig into it. Anyway, also I, I didn't take this at first, but I guess they already had the book. They didn't get it yeah. because Can of I it. tell
6: you something really quick? Yeah. Every person I have talked to yeah. about this yeah. book in yeah. the last little while yeah. has it. Really? In their house.
0: <laughs> why? why, why Every- it's a <laughs> lot of immature parents out there.
6: It's people. weird. And I think it's a book you get, you, you run across. I mean, it has 22,000, like five-star reviews on Amazon. So Jeez. it's coming across people's feeds, obviously. Yeah. It's small. This is not like a well-known person writing it, like. I think it just resonates so deeply with people. Anyway, so each person I've talked to, I've said, Have you heard of this book? And they're like, I have it. I just can't, haven't read it. I'm like, Okay, well, read it now.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Now read it.
6: I got, you know, half my clientele are reading it right this moment because it's good and it's helpful. So,
2: well, this message goes on to say Wendy mentioned that those of us in this situation may never be able to be our quote, true selves, unquote, because we had to change for our parents. However, after doing that for 40 plus years, I have a hard time believing that isn't just who I am now. I'd love to hear Wendy's thoughts. Uh, M in Florida. So, uh, yeah, I get that. Like, there's stuff recently here. I'm um, not getting into details, but but on Kim's side of the family, you're, you get to be, you know, Kim's three years younger than me, but we're both, you know, middle-aged people we got three little grandbabies now like it's a we're in a very different time than we used to be yeah. and, we, and we still every once in a while something will come up we'll go oh my gosh that has been dogging me for my whole life and i didn't even know it mm-hmm. and it's a it's something from a parent right yep and yeah that's that seems like that seems dire because you're like well i don't you know it's one thing if i'm 20 and i realize these things but when you're like 40 50 60 and these things still come up like mm-hmm. that's freaky. So anyway, is this
6: is why I'll never not have a job. Yeah, it's because it's so much. And and you know we, parenting and raising kids, it's hard. You know mm. when when you're doing it, you're so ignorant. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially when you're young. But you you just don't. If we knew really kind of how sticky things can be for somebody, we'd be really scared of parenting more than we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's because, you know, take take a kid, you, you mostly meet their needs. I would say, at least, Scott, you could argue with this with me, but I think mom and dad probably met most of your emotional needs, oh, yeah. not all of them, because no one's perfect, right. but they did not neglect you or lock no. you in a closet or they didn't harm you in any real intentional ways. And still, you're going to have things where being really known or seen or understood, they missed. Yeah and and it isn't that it's only up to parents to do all that work but they are the fir- they are the front line of your whole interaction with the planet and yeah. so it just has the most uh, such a big impact right so right. you can see those in sm- that happens in small ways and then you take really a lot of bigger ways you take a parent who can really is cannot see a child for who they are allow them to be themselves that kind of thing and what happens is you just wrap yourself into the shape that your parents need you to be so you can try to get that love and get that acceptance and feel good. And that then becomes your whole personality. Like like the emailer said, it just feels like, well, I don't, who else would I be? I only have this. I've done it for 40 years or yeah. however long, right? Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. It, this is really scary, and many people will never go do this kind of work because it's just easier to keep running into the same wall, a wall that's familiar, right? Um, some people get a lot of relief when a parent dies because, okay, now they can't reject me anymore or I can't keep not getting what I need here. And so that that can feel like relief and some change can happen then. Um, but really just on purpose diving into this for someone can just be all new territory. Like who am I really? So one of the exercises in the book, so yes, read the book um, is to go back to before you like the time before you morphed to make everybody happy. So an example might be for every single woman on, at least on the American continent before middle school, Mm. before you were overly sexualized or before you were, um, you know, those awkward middle school years for most people, what did you used to like to do? What used to just bring you joy or get you excited or whatever it might be? And so I did this with a client the other day and we found in her current life, she did zero of the things that we found were pre 12 years old. So it was sewing, reading, um, singing, like just living life Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then as she had to twist into a pretzel to make everybody else happy and now our life is falling apart at 40 because you can't do this forever um we're finding so much solace and growth in actually going back to who you might have been early days now Mm -hmm. if you were in a really severe situation you probably didn't have a lot of moments where you found things you loved because you were trying to keep mom happy from a very very young age or dad happy or something right right um But for anyone listening and maybe this person, you know, writing down a list of things of like, what did I used to love to do before I had a mortgage (laughs) or before I had, I had to make sure my spouse um, cared about me or my parents were pleased with me or whatever it might be. Um, Sometimes it's a great way to start to figure out who, who am I really? What do I like? And your own self-acceptance of that, right? Because you have to deny those parts of you if they displease your parents, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
6: Everyone yeah. who's ever been in any closet is like, uh-huh, amen. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah.
2: Not, yeah. yeah. No yeah. You can only keep that up for so long, too, like you were saying. Right. right. Um, I always think of my uh, 10th and 11th year of life. And for whatever reason, right. I have romanticized that two-year period almost ridiculously to the point that it's not that accurate. I'm sure I had moments of... Mm-hmm. Sadness or emotional this or that. I'm sure it wasn't perfect, but I have nothing but fond memories of that. There was, puberty was nowhere to be seen. None of that mattered. All that mattered okay. to me at 10 and 11 was finding snakes in the yard with my brother or getting on our BMX bikes and riding to the school and screwing around there all day or any number of other fun, adventure good time stuff. It was an amazing time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I think about it all the time. And when I do that, it actually is, it has a weird like positive effect on me. When I think about
1: yes. that era,
2: it makes me go, oh, I'm still basically that person. And, and it's funny. A lot of the things I like now are things I would, I would love when I was 10 or 11, whether it's drawing or it's, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. cartoons or, you know, whatever thing I just was obsessed with. Uh, I still love those things. But as an adult, you, 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 you sometimes put this on yourself. Sometimes society does it, but you have this feeling of like, well, I'm I'm not allowed to still go watch He-Man cartoons. That's not cool to do that when you're in your freaking early 50s. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Well, who cares? Freaking mm-hmm. go watch He-Man. I know it's garbage, but <laughs> so what? It was my garbage. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, the, I
0: romantic- think- the romanticization of that, that time period comes from also – the nostalgia of the things that you still love now—that you say, I—I mm-hmm. I know I was doing this when I was ten or eleven, so yeah. I must have. Mm-hmm. That must have been part of that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, yeah. Yes,
6: and and it is definitely connected. And I would say, Scott, for this is me me assessing your childhood from seven years younger than you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, you're, you, had, you, you had you—you really left out with your parents because that was not like you being the weirdo that you are mm-hmm. is was valued and that's because dad was a weirdo too yeah and and I, yet like, i always fe- i always no felt permission.
2: that i only i only no ever permission. felt negative pressure on that outside of the home every yeah. that was never a problem at which home. this you
6: know? is why life it's not like your life is easy but this is why you are as functional as you are because it is so that is so important developmentally for a child to be witnessed as its actual self and yeah. its growing form. And that's what parenting is so hard. They changed a thousand times under your roof. Yeah. And if you can't let them change or, or it should be. And the best advice I ever had was this lady I really respected. She um, brought me dinner when I had a baby and she said to me, Hey, I'm just going to throw this out here. But when I met my kids and she used that word, I met them.
0: When I met my kids. Yeah. Okay. When I
6: met them, I felt like, wait a minute. Aren't I supposed to just be like in love and this is this most, she's like, yeah, all I felt was like, hi, my name's Brooke. I'm going to be your mom. <laughs> like, <Weird. laughs> I didn't, I didn't have that stuff people talked about, Yeah. but, and, and yeah. that helped lower the bar of like how you're supposed to feel for me. But it was also super right on, which is, I don't know these kids yet. Yeah. They, I'm going to, I'm going to get to know them. Rather uh, than I'm going to form them and they're going to make me feel good because they play baseball well, or
2: basketball. There, there's, right? also, there's also, be, uh, it's funny because there's a thing happening right now and it's kind of a celebrity thing, but um, Bradley Cooper's being taken to task for an interview he did on Dax Shepard's uh, podcast where they were talking about kids and how it changes your life and everything. And he said uh, he didn't think he loved this kid. When she wow. was born, he says it's uh, here's a quote, it's dope, it's cool. I'm watching this thing morph. He said, referring to his daughter, fascinated by it uh love taking care of it would die if someone came in with a gun. Uh, it's only a couple of months. I don't know like he he doesn't he's not feeling that like I would die for this kid feeling or I don't know if i I know I'm meant to take care of it, but do i do I love what this is? I don't even know what this is, and it took time mm-hmm. for it. People are really piling on him for this, but okay. I think what he was saying was I'm, and I'm. I, I haven't heard the whole interview, but I think it's sure. context matters. But I think what he's basically saying is, I wasn't expecting to not feel those feelings then. I feel them now, but it took time. Um, yeah. It's okay to admit that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, th- you
6: just can't do anything in the internet age and have nuance. <laughs>
2: well, especially if you're, yeah, especially <laughs> but, if you're Bradley but Cooper. Also but also, like, yeah.
6: what is happening in someone that this is, this is, well, I don't know. An, fool's errand, but right. what is happening for people that they get so triggered by someone saying something about their own experience that in the end, he's not saying, you know, I don't even like this kid. I'm just going to pay for it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but what did, what triggers that in us? And that's, if you can get curious about that, that doesn't trigger me one iota, but right. I also had parents that, man, you paved the way. I was easy to get to know. <laughs> they mm-hmm. did not have to twist their brain to understand me. I was very boring and straightforward. I was still myself, right? But does that make sense? Like, that's how it actually should be. And if you weren't given that as a kid, if you were not allowed to be yourself, then it's going to really hit you. Certain things are going to hit you more than other things, right? You're going to hear a celebrity say a thing and freak out. Like My favorite is how everyone gets obsessed with like the, the bathing habits of celebrities. Like, yeah. Oh, they don't, they only shower, wash their hair once a week or some whatever. And you're yeah. like, Wah! and that's because that's your stuff. Yeah. Like how you, and you're not, they're not allowed to have their own weird thing that they do because you need them to be something that's about you. And so it is a fascinating little, uh, kaleidoscope. it's
2: about you, but it's also oh, about so. the depersonalization of people you don't know, but you, 100%. you think you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like
6: somehow Bradley Cooper is the worst thing in the world because he could honestly talk about. Attachment development, which is normal. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Now the real problem is if you're not allowed to have that be your experience, like Brooke, who had to shake hands with her kids, <laughs> then <laughs> if that's not there's not if that's not permissible, then what do you do? You're gonna fake like it's something? Like, you know what kids need is parents faking it, right? Yeah.
2: More faking uh, that, it.
6: that's the hard thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I just I, I, it's, it's, it was a thing I had to learn that not everybody was thrilled. Like when my kids all popped out the shoot, I was stoked. I was so excited, emotionally, just so ready. It was, their high points of my life still, like this is the most amazing thing. And my relationship with them now matters more to me than anything. But it took me a while to realize that not everyone is having that experience in the ER or not ER, but in the, in the birthing room, oh, exactly yeah. their fears yeah. that they may have had leading up to it don't suddenly abate like mine did. Some of yeah. them carried forward. Some of them never left. Some of them still yeah. deal with it now and they're whatever. And, I, and to me, that feels really foreign and weird. The hard part is just going, yeah, it does feel foreign and weird to you because that's not yours. That's, that's not your experience. thing. And somebody else's experience, You gotta, you got to get better about understanding that not everybody had that experience.
6: Well, and also, let's go back to your 10, 11-year-old highlight reel. That (laughs) is um, when I'm working with someone to help heal a lot of these wounds that happened when they were younger, and they don't have a 10-year-old life like that. They don't have a 5-year-old life like that. They were very young ages, whether through abuse, directly obvious, physical, sexual, any kind of abuse like that, or the more insidious and dangerous emotional abuse. They are not, they were not allowed to be children. Yeah. In the same way that that your that concept of just free and carefree and safe and loved, and there's a place to come home and eat. Like, notice you weren't like, where will I eat tonight? Right? Or Mm -hmm. what kind of dad am I coming home to? Like those are real things these children have experienced, right? And and that has carried on throughout their life. So when you are feeling the burnout at midlife or even earlier, because you've had to play a role, you've had to survive, it's your adrenal glands give out, right? Autoimmune disorders are connected. They're, your body is showing you because you, you you couldn't see it earlier because it was this water you were swimming in. You don't know. But when those signs come up, it's the body's way of going, like, we can't, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. So even if it's 40 years in and you think this is my personality, I promise your, everything in your physical system doesn't want it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so to heal that, often what I'm doing with these folks is getting the, these sort of, you know, when you ever hear, hear it healing your inner child or praying sure. your inner child, it's literally what this means is allowing that inner child to play and to not be trapped inside this system that was requiring them to be something else. So it is a, really about creating your highlight 10-year-old reel for these kids who never got to have that
3: right. and
6: can be incredibly life-altering for them. Right. Um, I had a client recently, we d- did a session similar to this, and just really freeing up this little kid in her that had to keep mom, mom safe emotionally because mom is not okay. And what happens when that kid no longer feels that burden. The whole system just relaxed. She's like, what, ha- what voodoo is this? Her husband said, what happened? But I would like to sign up. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because
6: it's, it's like holding your breath your whole life. It's like waiting for the other shoe to drop your whole life. Um, and there are ways to help and treat this. And that, I guess that's what I, I'm hoping for. And when people, that book is nice because it's concise and accessible and 22,000 people gave it five stars, maybe people will look at it and kind of identify some stuff that's kind of held them um, to be reactive or sad or isolating or whatever it is they're doing right now. There's often explanations from earlier stages.
2: Sure, sure. Well, I hope this. Uh, I hope this helps our follow-up asker because uh, I don't know. I got a lot out of last week's episode, and I think other people did too. Parents, man, what are you gonna do with them? A bunch of weirdos, oh, right? Man. Carter, parents, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Nothing. I'm teasing you. Go back to work. Can't
0: live with them. Can't be born without them. Can't be born without
2: them. Be born without exactly. them. <laughs> uh, all right. We've got a whole other email here. Um, it's a bit of a beast, but I think we can get through this. Uh, in t- in terms of answering what if the I question. Read it? Yeah. You want to read it? You can read it. Oh
6: sure.
3: Yeah. read it. You totally up to you. It.
2: Okay. Yeah. You start with the dear Wendy, and then we'll give all the advice. All right. Okay.
6: So dear Wendy, my daughter is about to turn 11 years old. Ooh, that's that special time we're talking about. Okay. And she's been seeing a therapist for anxiety for a few months now. She says she likes it and that it's been helping her the other night as her mom was putting her to bed. She asked if there was a book that she could get so that she could learn more about anxiety. She said she wanted to learn more about, about her anxiety to understand it better. And that she wanted to learn more tools and techniques for managing her anxiety. So on the surface, this is simply a book request for my 11 year old daughter. But let me give more context in case it helps. Oh, this is a listener. They know I need context. Yeah. They know. Yeah. They know what's uh, up. Because I'd also like to know things that I can do as a parent to help her through this. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be important. Um, so my daughter has always been a bit of a worrier, but it's gotten worse over the years. She worries a lot in unfamiliar situations and situations where she has a perceived lack of control. Some examples are that she recently went with a friend's family on a day on a day trip two hours out of town. She was very anxious about whether the friend's mom – whom she knows very well, by the way, was going to get mad at her for some reason. Another example is how anytime we go anywhere, she always has to make sure that they have a bathroom there because she is worried about whether or not she will have a place to go. She doesn't have a bowel issue at all and has never had any urinary tract infections or anything. It's just something that she fixates on. She catastrophizes quite a lot and has a hard time focusing on the potential positive outcome of a situation. Therapy has helped her some. It seems like she has gotten better at managing her anxiety at school and feels better day to day. But it also seems like her anxieties have been distilled or concentrated more intensely in specific reoccurring moments and situations. Bad times are always hard for her. Recent, Bad, oh, bed bed time. times. Yep. It's all right. Thank you. Bedtimes. Recently in her class, they've been discussing history and have talked about social justice and equal rights movement. So for the past couple nights or months, she has had a hard time going to bed thinking that the KKK are going to break into our house and hurt her or other people in our family. Jeez, Our, f- our family is white, by the way. I mention that because I think it illustrates to me how much she cat- catastrophizes. She thinks that because she has black friends that she's going to be, because she has black friends, she's going to be targeted. I worry a little bit about OCD tendencies because she seems to have these series of rituals that she's been developing around bedtime. She has to say goodnight, give a hug and a kiss, and you have to make sure you say it back to her. And then if you take too long to leave the room after doing that, you have to do it all over again. And after you leave, she has to go around and systematically check the closet under her bed, make sure her alarm is set, and do the goodnight ritual again. Anyway, this is the longest request for a book recommendation ever. How how can we help her? Lol. (laughs)
2: Lol. Signed, Concerned Parent. Do sound concerned. Um yeah that's a lot. So
6: guys, what do you what do you share? Yeah. What do you think?
2: Oh man. That's Tristan a-
0: had he had rituals, like there were things that um uh like uh you know, he had to do at bedtime. Uh trying to remember. It was something similar right where you know, we had to give him a hug and kiss in a in in a regular order. He liked order he liked you know, following a a process. For all those things. Mm-hmm. I think it it calmed him. Um and and he would also he would catastrophize as well. Like if he saw a movie where somebody uh broke into a house, he'd be worried about that too. For the record, if I watch if I watch a heist, not a heist movie, but like a, a movie where there's like somebody breaking into somebody's house right before bed, I either dream about it and it freaks me out, or I um, or I wake up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden hear a noise that of course has to be somebody breaking into the house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can, uh, I have stuff like that, but it, yeah. um, it's funny cause everybody's probably gonna have a version of this, right? You're going to have some mm-hmm. level of this. For me, this hits really home because I catastrophize or I've gotten better at it in recent years, but I used to be really bad at this all the, all the way up into adulthood. Um, in fact, it felt like it's right around puberty where I got where anxiety happens for me. That's where it kicks in. Prior to that, I felt like, it, who cares? Like the whole world's my oyster. Let's go. Uh, something about that changed. I don't know if that's just chemically or whatever the deal is. And maybe this, you know, this girl's on the cusp of that and that has something to do with this. I don't know. But there is something about hormonal changes that I felt like were my catalyst for for that. But my, my anxieties are often like this. It's like, oh, that's a, terrible thing that happens to people. Now I'm going to internalize that to the point where I think about, well, then well, that could happen to me. Then if it can happen to other people, it can happen to me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which is interesting. Cause on the one hand, I think some kids would think that way and go, Oh, this happens to other people. I'm going to be more empathetic toward them. So I understand their situation because boy, I sure wouldn't like that to happen to me. And then there's a subset of kids who go that happens to other people. That's going to happen to me. You know, like it's just a different way of taking the same information And I did a lot like she does, I think, uh, when I was young and also, so here's, here's a big difference between two of my kids. So in, in Taylor's case, if she felt sick at all, she would look at me and go,
0: dad, I don't want to throw up.
2: And she would just like have this whole meltdown about the possibility of barfing. Carter on the other hand would go, I don't feel good. Did you see that dad? I threw up. Like it wasn't a big deal. For her, it was just like a part of, and we would talk and she would be just as energetic after as she was before. But for Taylor, it was a devastating, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. The dread,
0: the dread of it. The dread
2: of it all. And it it was a very distinct difference between their two personalities. And I, I am a little more like on Taylor's side. Like I don't talk much about it, but this dental visit I had to do yesterday or two days ago, uh, I was dreading that so bad. So bad. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to suck sure. it up and make it happen. But I really, really don't want to do it. And it, it obsessed my thoughts. I couldn't sleep the other night. All I could think about was a stupid dental visit. So some of us just feel like we can never shake this kind of crap. And then some of us do because they go to therapy and take care of their problems. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know if that this isn't. I, I obviously, doesn't answer your question about what we you to tell this girl because... All I'm saying is I can relate to it. And, you know, Brian had experiences with his son that are similar. So it's, I think there's some relation here, but I don't know where, I don't know what to tell them. Cause I don't even know yeah. what to tell myself at this. I catastrophize all the time. Still. Right.
6: Good thing you guys have an expert here. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, you guys, this kid's not good advice. What are no, you? No, it's doing? terrible. You, <laughs> hey,
2: you, you you asked us, so we're
0: just telling I know. you exactly, our. Know. We like I to know. be the we like to be the worst <laughs> examples possible to make your stuff even look better than I it know. Is. I feel like yeah. you're
6: you're what what is that called? You're pr- propping me up. Whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I'm totally kidding. That was great, but it's also this like you can relate, right? You can relate. It's hard parenting a kid who's feeling really anxious is is tricky. So. You follow the ritual with her, or you know, and in your case, Tristan, like it just made him feel better. So let's do it. And you don't maybe think much about that. And then as things are kind of getting worse, that is a clue to a couple things. So I'm going to put in the chat, Scott, the book I would recommend. Okay. Um. Well, oh, it's a link to an Amazon thing. Anyway, oh, that's fine. Uh, this is if you're. I I can't diagnose someone from far away, but if this. Uh, the things that you're saying are what's happening. And that's just a picture of it. This is definitely OCD Mm -hmm. and um, OCD is treated differently than regular anxiety. Um, And so it sounds like great. You got a therapist on board and this little girl is suffering and her brain is telling her to do certain things and, or bad things will happen. Here's the thing that's hard to know as parents. It sounds like you you have a good relationship with her and you're connected and she's maybe not sharing everything. Maybe she is. I don't know. But often with OCD, there can be, there'll be a lot of scary intrusive thoughts that are happening. Just like, okay, this is all going to blow up. So there's an anxious thought. It's fairly intrusive, right? OCD as a special blend of the, the anxiety family those thoughts are really disturbing, and they like, they they don't go away. And so it might be if I don't check the oven, the house will blow up. My family's going to die. But I also can't tell my family that's what I'm doing, or they will also die. So they're they're being tormented, yeah. and they can't really convey that. So that's the question. We don't know. I don't. If, if I hear these symptoms with a kid, I am thinking, okay, what you see on the surface is trying to manage what's going on inside what's going on inside is usually a lot worse than your guess if you have never had OCD or or sort of had some experiences knowing what this might look like. So take this very seriously. And I, the first thing I would do is talk to the therapist, mention maybe they're already aware of these symptoms, and I would, I would do this. Um, mainly because a parent did this to me way back in the day, and it was such a gift to my career. So... Mm. Her daughter had OCD. The mom had OCD. They both had pretty intrusive thoughts, lots of repetitive behaviors to try to manage intrusive um, thoughts. So they met me. They were referred by someone who knew me. So we did a session. The girl loved me. And the mom's like, what do you know about treating OCD? And I'm like, well, I can treat anxiety. OCD's a little new for me. She's like, how do you feel about me paying for you to get training? <laughs> Wow. And I was like, whoa, okay. So she bought me a couple books and, and then I really started really studying OCD and how to treat it. And I did everything wrong prior to that. Everything wrong. Yeah. Um, because you don't treat it the same. And that's why I'm acting so alarmed here is that if you have a therapist that is working with your daughter who is just, is not skilled in treating OCD, you're going to get, this is going to be worse. Because, so take somebody who's anxious. They're having, they're freaking out about this. They're having a thought of something terrible is going to happen. They're catastrophizing. There's something. You can handle that in two different ways. One is you can go join them and tell them it's terrifying. <laughs> You're right. It's all going di- to, we're all going to die.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and often when that happens, someone might actually calm down a little bit um,
2: yeah, Other when, times, when, you're when just someone's really just enforcing. when someone acts just as or, or crazier than not crazier when they act more extreme <laughs> than they are, yeah. it has a weird. This has happened to me before. It has a weird feeling of like, oh, are you okay? Like, I'm yeah,
6: <laughs> no, now I yeah. got to help you.
2: Yeah, uh-huh.
0: yeah, exactly. Because all of a sudden, yes. your your focus shifts to, oh, what can I do to help this person, as opposed to how am I reacting to this whole thing? Yeah, it's right. weird. Right.
6: So now imagine it's your parent. And I'm not saying that's happening here, but imagine sure. a parent who's supposed to be the one that protects you and is safe and they freak out with you. Mm. Okay. That's, that's alarming. Doesn't right. Help, then no. the second version, another version is the, the parent or the person you reassure them too quickly. You discount what they're thinking or experiencing mm. or, yeah. you know, and so that actually with anxiety can soothe you a little bit or like, oh, I guess it's going to wow. be Okay but how it makes it so much worse with OCD is that you have now created a ritual or a requirement for someone to come in and fix the thing mm. and the very soothing nice response or like it's going to be okay and you know all of that empathy empathy actually backfires and proves the kid's point which this is something that's terrifying mm. Okay, so, when you do that over and over with a child who has OCD, it get, their rituals will get worse. You will see the thing that's the only nice thing about OCD is you can see what's not working. Mm. And I'm hearing some improvement with maybe the general anxiety, but I'm hearing it maybe devolving more into OCD behaviors. So, that tells me there might be two things happening, and the OCD is now flaring up because. It's actually the opposite treatment. So we've, I've joked about exposure therapy before, (laughs) like, oh, it's exposure therapy running into, you know, your ex-boyfriend or whatever. Um, but that is actually the ground standard treatment model for OCD is to be exposed to the, 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 the thing you're afraid of, or the germ, if it's a contamination feeling, um, or, or, one or you know like there's a bunch of them could there's you could you take somebody
2: can- who's like afraid of germs and stuff take them to a public place and just for the next 20 minutes you're going to open every doorknob you see and you're not going to worry and you're not going to worry about it or you're going to you're just going to deal with it here we go open this one open this one open this one eventually they they realize. Well, I opened twenty doorknobs. I washed my hands after just once, and it was fine. And I don't have to worry. Is that the kind of exposure you're talking about?
6: Yeah, it's definitely not like that exactly, but it is the same concept <laughs> of like expose them to the the thing that creates the panic response. Yeah, yeah. And then elongate the time before they can perform the ritual that calms them down.
2: Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So yeah. think
6: of think of OCD as a brain glitch. Um, Everyone's got a little anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And then some people's anxiety gets bigger and bigger. OCD is like a wire gets tripped and that then makes it so intense and requires you to behave in ways in order to solve the problem. So, uh, we have a a universally loved version of OCD. You know, if you step on a crack, you break your mother's back. Mm-hmm. That is OCD.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: But mm-hmm. we have a we play it's a childhood like because there's a couple magical thinking Kinds of things that happen with kids and their brains. This is when it's it's like it's stuck in the on position forever. Mm. And so the way to unstick it, medication's really valuable. I would consider because here's what's tricky: is you want to get on top of this before this gets much worse. Um and often these kids historically have just stayed under the radar and hidden these compulsions. And then what happens is we've got now parents are way more on top of things and, you know, we have services and we we do the, the thing and we're trying to help. I just want to emphasize getting specialized OCD, making sure that the therapist you're working with isn't accidentally making it worse. Because mm. I did. Mm. I I was that therapist, right? Mm. And until that mom was willing to buy me a bunch of books <laughs> and I was willing to, you know, to, to learn for myself, I, I mean, I would have done everything wrong. And it doesn't mean... You know, you're gonna not gonna super harm the child, but you are going to elongate the process before she gets the the real help that she does need. Mm-hmm. Now, so, again, uh, I'm not diagnosing her from far away, but no, I mean it's it's that's
2: really likely what it is. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I don't know. The general consensus is within the you know medical community and the men- the mental health community but things like ocd like severe examples of ocd having to count your steps no crack walking uh uh-huh. i don't know Turn whatever the lights on and off, off and um, on, yeah all those kind of sorts of things checking, uh-huh. that those yeah. are those are recoverable situations meaning like people can end that in their life successfully or is that a thing they're just always gonna have to deal yeah. with and you're gonna just stamp mm-hmm. it down you know what I mean?
6: Uh, yeah. you. Not that you stamp it down. Don't ever do that. That makes it 10 times worse. Yeah. It is uh, actively treating it. So if it's actively treated, think of it as like remission, right? Um, and medicine, it, So there's a couple SSRIs that are really helpful for this. Yeah. And some people that works really well for and can just manage it completely that way. Um, most people need both medicine and some therapy. And it's just knowing... Knowing what it is, it doesn't make sense. So talking to an average person about it, who's never experienced or treated anyone with it, you just, it doesn't make sense to you. So, hey, I just locked my front door. I got in my car and the intrusive thought is, "You're you're the door's not locked. You're going to get robbed. Oh, yeah. So you have to go check it and you're checking it a hundred times. Try to explain that to anyone who's not doing that.
3: It's hard. right yeah, it's, it seems and crazy it, it's
6: so yeah. hard they feel crazy they can't stop it they know they know this isn't normal it's not like they're in a another they're in a delusion they just can't not do it so because their whole system is telling them if you don't check that door this last time so you can see how it really interrupts your life um, and so yes treatment uh there's good treatment and I've seen people go in remission and do really really well you always think of it as like any other challenge. You just have to keep on top of it and not Mm. let it get too far. And the hard part is early detection. That's why I'm feeling very emphatic that they do this now because she's 11 and 11 is so early to catch this and do good with it. Like truly. Um, Because it's, this is not just simply anxiety. Um, And you just want to make sure you get good care because your long-term outcomes are just going to be better. Because she won't be building more and more rituals, hiding them, feeling shame. Like we can get her out of all of those things and find out what's maybe really also going on
3: mm-hmm.
6: in her head. Because no. sometimes, I mean, I've had clients tell me their, their compulsive thoughts, their obsessive thoughts that are violent and terrifying or, you know, really gross and really disturbing. Do mm. so you imagine you're a kid. You just think you're evil. No. And you're not. Your brain is glitching and you need help. So we just don't know what sh- is going on in her head. And so someone who's skilled at this is going to make a big difference. So mom and dad, bless. I think it's maybe two dads. I don't know. All the parents, everyone involved, like recognize that this is not a parenting problem. Mm. Um, this is, you know, as we just talk about how parents screw stuff up.
3: <laughs> Yeah. This
6: is not a parenting problem, um, but at parents can definitely make it worse. And so we, we just want you to get what you need to understand to do it, uh, to help her in ways that are not going to add to it, but will help her manage it.
2: And rem- um, a reminder, book-wise, OCD workbook for kids, it's called. Uh, yeah. This so is... that
6: is my secondary recommendation. This should not be your first line of defense. Your first line of defense should be a qualified OCD specific well, therapist
3: yeah, for of course. her.
0: your yeah. Yeah. second you thing do
6: yourself. Yeah. yeah. And this book is awesome. You're going to learn a ton as the parent. It's a book you can go through together. It's about built for her age, I believe. Um, and it will give her a much better understanding of her symptoms and understanding it differently.
2: This also isn't a um, because, book from the fifties. This is 2017. Yeah. This thing was published. So, yeah, you know, Yeah. newish.
6: Yeah. And that, that whole series, anything that looks like that, they're different authors, but it's the, the whole series. So for like anger issues or anxiety or, um, well, that's another one, a depression book. They're really helpful, mm. um, because it's on a kid's level. It's quality stuff anyway. So that whole series is good. Cool. But yeah, that, that would be helpful. I think for the whole family and just recognizing, Like that mom back in the day, like this is, this is not, I mean, and here's the thing. The mom had intrusive, um, intrusive OCD thoughts that activated when she was in her like early twenties and because she knew it was something else than just, Oh, there's my depressed, sad, anxious kid. She knew she just liked me enough to, you know, guide me to actually be qualified. (laughs) And I, I thank her because what a gift to give somebody, right? Yeah, no, that's please, please don't let me offend you, but you're not qualified.
2: (laughs) I, you know, and she
6: was absolutely right. Yeah, that stuff's great.
2: You got to accept it for what. Like today, I taught Kim how to make a PDF. You know,
6: oh, (laughs) see,
3: yeah,
2: it's not quite the same impact, but. It's important that we impart our knowledge and yes, help others do yeah. better. How
6: so kind of you. Yeah,
2: Pass along, <laughs> pass along those those things that uh, the
0: next generation or, or people in our lives are going to need
2: to know. I mean, look, these <laughs> these taxes weren't going to do themselves, so I figured I'd help out. Uh, well, that's great. Wendy, as always, it is a pleasure, as Dad would say, a uh, to do that. And uh, I look forward to whatever we do next. Wendy's, of course, coming to Vegas as well, everybody. Yay. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, get oh. in there over at frogpants.com slash store and uh, pick them up so you can meet Wendy that's your real that's it. even if that's all your goal is for that week
0: mm-hmm, psh, mm-hmm. she's got you comfort. that's a good goal to have
2: I agree yeah and I we're l-
6: gonna do a fun we're gonna do another fun meetup thing um cool. and yeah I haven't quite Figured out what exactly it is, but I got a couple. Yeah, Barry ideas. does
0: have the uh, the thing again. The yeah,
5: Barry. Barry okay. is very
2: happy to help.
0: The, the yeah. patio, the patio things.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. love it. He reached okay. out to Kim we'll as well and said, if, "If you guys need that, he says, you guys make sure Wendy knows she has it." Aww. So he's
6: so
0: great. They are okay.
2: wonderful human beings. Uh, Wendy, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See okay. ya. There she goes. Real quick here before we get out. Yep. Just yep. indulge me a little here, Brian, if you don't mind
0: course anytime
2: you do that a lot and i appreciate it you indulge <laughs> um you're not
0: gonna you're not gonna use a toothpick for
2: no 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 none of that i'm, I'm not gonna, gonna eat not on gonna air sh- none of those things none of those things i'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep those you know, to a minimum some
0: gummy worms or something yeah i'm
2: gonna choose some uh some tinfoil no uh, here's what i'm gonna do uh <laughs> yes. yesterday taylor sent us this video I, i'm just saying we got phoebe's a year old all right mm-hmm. now it's mm-hmm. one thing for her to say hi or bye bye or something like that. But last night, she's eating crackers, and she has this conversation with Tay, and I just had to share the audio, so check this out. And all you young kids will especially get it because this term is one that you all love, so here we go. And your
5: crackers? Crackers.
2: Are they bussing? Bussing. They're bussing. Her crackers are (laughs) bussing. Bussing! Isn't that That's great? hilarious. I I so, it's I'm
0: so I'm so out of loop. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm going to say good, good.
2: Good. I think bussing bussin buss- means oh man that burrito was bussin. I think that means it was just really good. I don't know that. Okay. I'm kind of afraid to look it up to be honest.
0: I know. <laughs> we both we've been burned so many times, yeah. we, you know, it's a
2: <laughs> Let's see. Well, okay, so here's how it's pronounced bussin all right <laughs> sure okay uh Thanks. let's see those from mcdonald's fries sure do be bussin though is a use case um okay be- here's let's see. greasy
0: is uh, it means greasy right is that
2: <laughs> uh it says delicious tasty excellent or extremely good often used oh. for food so
0: but but a food almost almost exclusively or very specifically for food for food yeah like.
2: but i think it yeah. can also be like your shoes are bussin or you're you know yeah yeah. It's a really dumb phrase, but to hear a one year old say it really made my day. So,
0: yeah. It's no, it's no weirder than Illin, which no. was, you know, our, our time period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did Illin.
2: We did radical. Yeah. I mean, we did stupid shit. So, you guys yeah. have your time. It's fine. Have your time saying stupid shit. It's fine. Yes. Exactly. It's uh, your time. That's right. Uh, today, Coverville, <laughs> noon.
0: Uh, Noon, yeah, so about uh, an hour and 10 minutes. I'll be starting Coverville, playing some uh, Marvel Snap. Got a She-Hulk Infinite deck that I've been playing around with that I kind of have fun with.
2: Oh, nice. Uh, So that'll be, uh, so both gamers and music lovers, your day is come. Today's your day. You get
0: both all in one.
2: That's right. Uh, Also, Core tonight, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, right here at the uh, streaming channels, if you watch live. Got a lot to talk about there. More layoffs in the industry. Uh, Sony did a big nasty one. Pissed me off. Oh, wow. Uh, Whatever. It's a mess right now. Um, Also, I'm going to stream something in place of Couch Party tomorrow. I don't know what yet, but uh, Brian's got an airport run with his mom. Taking my mom to the airport, so uh,
0: no Couch Party. I'm going to try and do Guess the Connection either late afternoon or um, tomorrow morning before I leave. So that could be as early as like a 7.30 a.m. Couch or uh, Guess the Connection.
2: Sure. Why not? early yeah. early birds get ready all you australians you just be having dinner or whatever
0: there you go exactly
2: uh play retro tomorrow at one thirty, and uh skim also tomorrow sometime don't know what time yet kim and i are working on that and then film sack this weekend we are doing tron finally tron! holy crap i'm yeah. so excited i love tron gosh dang it i love tron and i know that tron for a lot of people especially if you didn't see it back in the day or you weren't a kid then you probably it probably looks like cheese but man, oh yeah, yeah, the feelings I have for Tron they are deep,
0: deep. for sure. Yeah,
2: we'll see how the it holds visual, up.
0: That weird black and white colorized visual style, the uh,
2: early uh, CG
0: know, stuff, Jeff Bridges, young Jeff Bridges, yeah, man, pre- yeah, <laughs> way,
2: yeah, way pre. I think it was even pre-Starman, pre. Uh, oh yeah, for sure very yeah, early for, for a him. lot of
0: us this was one of the first things we ever saw jeff bridges in yeah beside. this was like, <laughs> like oh a-
2: that's lloyd bridges son that's the, as, right as we knew. right yeah. exactly
0: and and played the video game like the video game came out and i remember uh it was a an arcade in the basement at cinderella city the big mall had yeah. a lower level yeah and there was a place called cinder alley that had a <laughs> an arcade in it i love it and, uh, and we played it the first day it was there. Like, oh, we got a brand new game. It's actually a tie in to a new Disney movie. And da-da-da. I was like, oh, cool. There are four. And like, there was a guy from the, the company that put the machine into this arcade that was there letting people play it for free and telling you, now you're going to have four choices. You can do any <laughs> of these four games, but you got to complete all four to get up to the next level. And, wow. And, uh, yeah,
2: I can it, I can confirm Brian's good at Tron. We played a little bit in Vegas last year. And um, yeah. it's what you beat me in, right? Yeah, yeah. It's how oh, I that's got kicked spiders. out of the competition. I hear the spiders multiplying. Yeah. yeah, do you hear that?
0: Right there.
2: Oh, man. I love that game. Anyway, Tron, this weekend, check it out. That is going to do it for us. If you're looking for TMS info, no matter what it might be, you can find it at frogpants.com TMS. Let's play a song to get us out of here. What do you got? Okay. Mike
0: Couch, a.k.a. Sofa Leaper, says, uh, Hey, wanted to request something for my 10th birthday and 40th trip around the sun, as well as for any other leapers in the tadpool. This Listening since the beginning, heard the show announced on Coverville. Oh, wow. So heard me talking about TMS on Coverville and that. Uh, it's not, not often that it comes the other way. Usually it's like, oh, I heard about Coverville because you talked about it on TMS. Yeah. Um, uh, so he wants something leapy. Uh, and he says that tender crisp bacon has talent though.
2: Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. So let's see how we can do this. Tender crisp bacon. Tender ran- crisp bacon
0: cheddar ranch.
2: And then wait, the talent thing. Talent though, I think is the, uh, whatever happened to MC hammer. Oh, MC hammer. Do I have that handy? I don't oh, oh it have is that been ages since I played that. All yeah. right, I'm going to find it. Hammer gotta have it under hammer if it's not under hammer
0: it might be under curry because it was an adam curry thing
2: mc hammer is certainly not a role model that's not it and what's mc hammer doing there it is you know the guy's got talent i knew it was in there (laughs) (laughs) what's he doing
0: what's he doing what's he going what's going on people lamenting the disappearance of mc hammer yeah uh (laughs) all right how about something leapy um you know, had very few options for Leap Day in my library. There were good covers, but this is a great cover of a great song. I'm a I'm a huge Billy Bragg fan, so this one kind of felt like a no brainer uh, to me. And this is another one that kind of begins one way, but then as the song goes in, it uh, it evolves into something different. Uh, by okay it's not Jump Day it's Leap Day Leap, okay. day. leap I could, day I could. I have a hundred songs with Jump in the title yeah. but this is Leap Day so yeah leap.
2: J- Day of the Jumper not Day of the Leaper okay get it right
0: <laughs> the evil leaper yeah. exactly
2: yeah.
0: Uh, anyway this is a band called The Ghost Set with their cover of Waiting for the Great Leap Forward or as Billy Bragg says it Waiting for the Great Leap Forward <laughs> that's how he sings it um, from the album uh, Best of Modern Noise Volume 2 here is The Ghost Set
4: In Camelot For Jack and Jacqueline On the Jacobara Highway Filling up with Gasoline Fidel Castro's brother Spies a rich lady Who's crying A luxurious disappointment He looks over He's trying To sympathise with her But he thinks that he should Warn her that the third world it's just around the corner In the Soviet Union A scientist is blinded by the reception of nuclear testing And he has minded that doctor of it of By the fast king in the line of the 50s, fine for minutes Of the fancy writer. Talking puppet politics, he asks me what the use is, and I offer him embarrassment and my usual excuses while I. Hosted, even after closing time, there's still parties to be hosted You can be active with the active us all Sleeping with the sleepers when you're waiting for the great you